Sorry, everybody. We had a slight uh, audio technical hiccup that I'm not going to even pretend I can edit out. Um, <laughs> we're just gonna just gonna get ahead of that now. Watch be me do it. Uh, yeah, right. You are on Line of Sight, a War Machine and Hordes podcast for new and experienced players, hosted on the Line of Sight Podcast Network. Line of Sight is proud to host War Machine University, Brawl Machine, and Fallen Corvus, as well as numerous content creators like Field of Fire, Lightbringers, Brawler Bios, Vicarious Competition, Midnight Monpod, and Charge and Spike. You can find our content at loswarmachine.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode number 194 of Line of Sight. My name's Chandler. I'm here with Jaden. Hey, there's people here. It's not just me. It's wonderful. That's true. <laughs> Brett's here, too. I am here. Yeah, it's like the whole squad. Yeah. How's it going, everybody? Do the thing. Uh, Oh, I am, I am I'm legally obligated to tell you all that the new fourth host of the cast is the fucking eight foot tile, eight foot tall pile of conquest models I have sitting in my house. <laughs> there, I did it. Thank you. <laughs> Not committing to this bit. <laughs> I'm sure everybody will hear about that before terribly long if you're not on our Discord already. Um, so, okay, so we're going to be talking about Warfare Weekend, but by far the funniest part of it for me was watching Chandler just slowly accumulate free like models. So they're giving away a bunch of models for this game. And Chandler's like, I like giant scale caves. And people, and everyone was like, no, we're going to skirmish. And they just start handing him boxes. Well, and there's a lot of people who were just like, I don't really have like room for this. Or like, I don't really need these. And I was like, I'll take them. For example. And... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, even Brett was just like, come tell me which ones you want when they had him pick them. I was like, sure. So, yeah, um, we'll talk about that before long, I'm sure. Anyway, <laughs> so, uh, hey, everybody, um, a couple of news things before we actually talk about what we're talking about today. Uh, the Monster Apocalypse Kickstarter is going, right? Right? Yeah, it's right crushing now. it. They've got like $700,000 raised right now. Okay, so... If you play Monster Apocalypse or want to play Monster Apocalypse, like the ratio, hit, hit, yeah, ratio of yeah of metal model price to Kickstarter price is insane. I I'm thinking I don't even like I just like Monpoc. I have a bunch of stuff. I'm thinking of getting it just because the value is so wild <laughs> at this point. I'm just the, like the lowest discount percentage is eighty two percent, and that's not like yeah. it's twenty percent off. It's it is eighty two percent off probably gonna back this like it's just i really like mom pocket I, I don't really get like to play it but like this is just obscene <laughs> like, exactly. so yeah the the amount they've unlocked for this it's like some of the highest value i've ever seen out of a kickstarter so like and this is the thing much apocalypse is a good game it is a good game like it's it's really fun it's the only reason i don't play it more is i just like i haven't gone out of my way to fit well, it in my life because it is very enjoyable as we just discussed it's because there's less than 100 models on the <laughs> yeah right yeah. <laughs> it's not, yep yeah i mean why right um yeah i don't have space in my house so i will not be backing this because actually the number of models is a detriment to me so yeah. <laughs> no like, fair enough. <laughs> you end up like with like 20 buildings yeah, yeah i'm good thanks although man my kids could paint those forever yeah, there you go. Back it. All right. So <laughs> we talked him into it fully. He's committed. Yeah, um, sure. <laughs> no, not at all. Nailed it. Uh, yeah, if you want to check that out, it's, yeah, Monster Apocalypse uh, board game is kind of what it's listed as. But uh, yeah, that's 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 been really awesome so far. Um, the For anybody who's curious about the Iron Kingdoms RPG stuff, uh, it's it's getting off the boats. Finally, the boats have arrived. Oh, it's been Woo! off the boats. It's been locked in yeah. like a gigantic pile of shipping containers in the port of Seattle that they couldn't get yeah, to. That's, what, that's what I mean. Yeah. But, uh, stuff's starting to ship out. So like sometime in the next couple of weeks, that stuff should be hopefully shipping out. Um, they've usually been pretty good about making sure that stuff happens as quickly as possible. So, uh, like private press has been killing it with making sure their stuff gets out as early as it can. 
they got screwed by the nature of the universe right now as far as the IK stuff. So mm-hmm. hopefully that'll get out pretty quickly. Um, the other thing we had to talk about is uh, a lot of people have been asking us about Brawl Machine uh, because obviously we had this massive update to the game that has changed a whole lot of things for War Machine uh, and that does change some things for Brawl Machine. I do want to reiterate for a moment that FA1 was the best idea we ever had. Oh, <laughs> Anybody who complains about it, you do not understand the amount of man hours we saved <laughs> not having to worry about this update that much. Um, I don't think there's going to be a whole lot of changes necessarily. Uh, there are some things that are kind of on watch lists. Um, we we And we'll talk about this a little bit. We had some events at uh, Warfare Weekend. We're also going to be doing some online stuff for the next little while. We're going to pull in a little bit of information. The idea is to make sure that we have some kind of an update ready um, well prior to, to Las Vegas Open. We did an entire episode about this like two weeks ago, so go listen yeah. to that. Yeah, 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 for sure. And uh, so, and, yeah, and like, there were a couple of small things we learned. Well, I'm sure we'll talk about it, but it yeah. mo- it largely hold, held true. Yeah, um, yeah. So, like, probably aiming what, like, start of the year ish. Yeah, early January. Early January to try to get something out prior to prior to LVO, but I would not expect sweeping changes, at least not not from what we've seen so far. Mm-hmm. It's just kind of it's really just kind of poking at the epic list a little bit seeing if changing two scenarios yeah yeah and tweaking some scenarios a little yeah for sure all right so what we're actually talking about so uh over this last weekend brett and i went to warfare weekend um this is kind of an interesting one this is the first time that it was being run under new management uh as well as obviously uh, having been on hiatus for the past little while uh, is this to... the second warfare weekend they kind of like co-ran it Oh, they co-ran yeah, it? Yeah, they oh. kind of co-ran it before, yeah. It's, it's, it's the first time it's under, like, complete kind of new new management, essentially. Yeah. Um, so this one was a little bit unique for a lot of reasons. And I, I think nobody really was 100% sure what to expect going in. For one thing, it has been opened up to be a lot more about a lot of different games. Um, so they had events posted for all kinds of different miniatures games, not just War Machine. It still is fairly War Machine-centric. Um just kind of by its nature, but there was definitely, you know, there's other stuff going on. Um, the other thing is that this is, I mean, this is the first one of these coming out of kind of the, the, the meat of the quarantine. Mm-hmm. We're still. So yeah, like Canada basically couldn't show up. Yeah. Um, Canada couldn't show up there. I mean, there's plenty of people absolutely justifiably that were like, I'm not, I'm not going because this is not a safe time to do that. Um, and like, that's, you know, like, a lot of people were not comfortable going and that's fair. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, so uh, one thing that we definitely found pretty early on was that this was uh, a much like lower attendance that you would generally expect for, for War Machine Weekend. And that's the thing is we really, I genuinely had no idea. I was right. like, there could be fuck tons of people because it's like the first kind of open con in a while or there could be very, very few and or it could be somewhere in between. I don't know. Like we, we really just don't, we didn't have a precedent and it ended up being fairly low. Um, which like, like literally no direction would have surprised me in any any particular way. Uh, so we got there on Thursday, right? Uh-huh. Uh, and then it was all blur, and then we came home. <laughs> <laughs> End of episode. End of episode. Yeah. Uh, this con weekends always kind of turn into a just a. <laughs> A, a big of nonsense uh we got there on thursday and uh there wasn't really a whole lot going on on that that evening they did open up the store uh during that time um a lot of people got zeros and we're painting them yeah a lot of people got zeros that was the main thing was there there this was also one of the first times we've seen in a very long time where there was not like a pre-release of any kind uh but there were a lot of like the zero casters for anybody that hadn't ordered them uh previously so the store was pretty popular through that there was also a lot of just other like games uh various game stores of the area that it kind of got in there so the line was actually very long at one point <laughs> um but uh yeah for all the like vip people who got in on thursday night but um at that time i think we were kind of just hanging out in the, the hall um mm-hmm. This is when I began my 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 dragon horde. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah. Yeah. And I like that you managed to get you uh managed to get some extra stuff by promising to do like a couple articles. Yeah, I was like, yeah, I'll promo it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah give me more yeah. stuff. <laughs> yeah. Take it. And um, then afterwards I learned that I thought the game was cool. <laughs> like, hey. <laughs> nice. Uh Okay, so you played some yep. Brawl Machine. Um, I did. So I walked in at like 9 o'clock, 
carrying yeah. my uh, suitcase. I, 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 I saw you guys playing. I walked into the room for like 30 seconds. And then I come back, and I must have just had like a like a shock, like a panic look on my face. I'm like, I need 275 point lists right now. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yep. Because yeah. I was like, hey, aren't you in the uh, aren't you in the invitational? I'm like, no, I haven't played in like a year. He's like, yeah, you still got enough points to qualify. I'm like, what? Yep. <laughs> so I'm like, well, most of my stuff is in storage. I brought two seventy five point lists, but they were built before the update. God only knows what I need. So I'm like scrambling and getting stuff, borrowing stuff from people, and like speed painting a like a part of a zero and a bunch of stuff. Yep. <laughs> yep. And I was just happily playing brawl machine games and stuff. <laughs> uh, I think I did play a seventy five point. I don't know. I played a couple of games that evening. I don't remember super well, but for the most part, like Thursday night's always been fairly chill. Um, it's usually kind of a like everybody showing up and hanging out and saying hi to each other kind of an evening. So um, nothing too wild. So going into Friday, though, so this is a little bit if you if you ever go go back and listen to any of our like post con stuff, it's usually been all about the tournaments we played in. This one was a little bit different because we were running stuff the entire weekend. Um and so that that definitely changed things up a little bit. So uh, the idea was is that Friday uh, we were going to be running scrambles during that day. Now, this, there was a, a lot of things we didn't anticipate about how this day kind of played out um, because of LCQ. some really unique things about how LCQ worked. Yeah. So the last chance qualifier for anybody who doesn't know, uh, it is literally the last chance qualifier for the Warfare Weekend Invitational. Um, this is a big tournament that is held at uh, Warfare Weekend. And in the past, how it has typically been is that there are 32 slots in the Invitational. 31 of them are filled by previous events. And there's a single slot for the uh, the LCQ winner. And it's whoever takes first place. And there have been times in the past where that event was so big, like it was obscene to actually take first place at LCQ. Yeah, like nine round <laughs> event or something. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, it took two days. It usually started on the morning on Friday and it ended in like the afternoon on Saturday and then you would have like on the the rough years where it really went late it would be like you have 20 minutes <laughs> to like get a list in and then the invitational starts anybody it, it has happened a couple of times that people ran like the big LCQ gauntlet and took first in the invitational and that's always like that's what that's like that's an achievement unlocked right there because that's yeah. a that's a wild ride to do I think uh, that's like their lists have gotten nerfed immediately afterwards too <laughs> yeah a lot yeah usually it's been off the back of some some bs yep yeah you want to um, you want to be very careful to lose in the final because that's that's how uh yeah it's how you keep your stuff <laughs> that's how prince of war survived <laughs> <laughs> yep um the thing is this year uh due to the much lower attendance uh there was two main things one of them was that there hadn't really been a lot of invitational events throughout the year and a number of people weren't able to show up uh this meant that there were instead of a single slot left for the lcq there by the end of the weekend there were 13 slots i believe it's also worth um, noting that they stuck to their absurd you must place top eight in two separate cons to even have a chance to qualify policy yeah that the policies were probably not as fluid as they needed to be given the the nature of the past two years. They, they could have filled 31 spots if they'd yes, just been like, I hey, agree. if you won, you're in. Because there were enough people that had won a thing. Yep. No, not I salty. agree. Not at all. Nope. Salty not salty. <laughs> we're going to try um, salt ste uh, stealth and silent. <laughs> yep. Stealth. Stealth salt. Stealth salt. <laughs> <laughs> That's be our next podcast. The sequel to Pillars of Salt. So yeah, so yeah, yeah, we and and this is the thing is not only was there thirteen people that were going to be getting in initially, it was like twelve or ten or something, but they yeah, things kept changing. Some yeah, something changed in the middle of the weekend. Yeah, uh, so thirteen slots. There was only forty-eight, I believe, is the last number I saw people in the LCQ itself. What this means is that multiple people with losses were going to be getting into the Invitational. Now, typically how the scrambles end up playing out that this was the this this is like the tradition of scrambles. And obviously this is regular scrambles because Brawl Machine didn't exist back back then. But it would be that you could go if you were in the Invitational, you would go join the horrific scrambles that were early LCQ scrambles um, where it was because all the Invitational, invitational people with nothing yeah. else to do. Yeah, because they're not allowed to play in the LCQ and, so and the people who want to play 15 games. You'd have these like you'd have these like really new players coming in fresh faced for a scramble running face ramming first. into jvm yeah running yeah. yeah running straight into like some of the best players in the world just because they like had nothing else to do <clears throat> but as the lcq went on 
people would drop out and it you, literally after the first round you'd have tons of people drop out mm-hmm. right um and and the only thing left to do kind of would be scrambles a lot of the time and so those were very popular uh the thing about this year is and so i was like my my brain kind of went that's how it's going to work so we're probably gonna have a, a bit of a slow morning and then after the first like round or two of lcq people are gonna start dropping out and we're gonna have more people jump into the scrambles and we were running brawl machine scrambles that day nobody was dropping out <laughs> yeah, <so laughs> nobody was playing out lcq because you could have two depending on how bad it got, you could have had like three losses almost like oh, people weren't sure for a bit. You had, it, yeah. it didn't end up playing out that way, but some people were like, it might end up playing out that way. We're not sure. Um, <clears throat> yeah, but lots of X and twos did get in. <clears throat> yeah. Lots of X and twos getting in. And so a lot of people were not dropping out really. Uh, so scrambles in general, uh, I mean the, the regular scrambles got two scrambles going on Friday total during the whole day. And we had one and we had one. Yeah, so, uh, which was which was a little jank because it was not even a full scramble. Uh, and we decided it was a scramble partway through the first game. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was fun. Uh, so we ended up running basically one like six person event uh, is sort of how that played out. Um, because people come up to, pl- to play in the scramble and we'd have their list and like these two people are waiting. Do you want to just play a pickup game? Yeah, we it's it literally, we had six people waiting and they all started pickup games. And I was like, well, we're not getting more people and they're already all playing a game right now. So like, Suddenly whatever. <laughs> and I went and asked if everybody was cool with that. And they're like, yeah, it makes sense. So I was like, cool. Uh, so yeah, we did it. We did a fun scramble in there. Uh, we actually, had, so my favorite thing about this is the, there was, we had relatively few people across all of our events and a metric ton of prize support. <laughs> yeah. We had so much stuff and and Gonzo was like, got to hand it all out. And I was like, all right. So like the way to get loot this warfare weekend was to come do brawl machine stuff. Cause like I had a lot of stuff and there was not a lot of people. Um, uh, so I'm trying to remember with that first scramble, it was, uh, it ended up being the cane list that we realized had an error. An important error. <laughs> a very important <laughs> error. Um, the main information we got out of that one um, was interesting because Aaron Allen played in this event. And uh, he was playing with Axis, which was kind of a funny story on its own, but he got his Axis eventually. Uh, he was playing with Axis. And um, Axis is very good in Brawl Machine. <laughs> yes. Uh, I believe... We watched him win a game. Where he killed two models and made zero attack rolls. Yes. That is, yeah. Yep. Uh, he just ran and bulldozed everything. And I was like, <laughs> oh. <laughs> and he was in our finals game and barely lost, largely due to the errors in the cane list <laughs> <laughs> that made it too strong uh, that we hadn't caught. Because we are professional. Because we are professionals. And yeah, um, this was a very chill weekend. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was just, yeah, it, it ended up being very like, all right, listen, we're here. This is kind of how it is. We're just gonna have a good time. Um, do I now? So basically, Axis immediately went on to our watch list uh, <laughs> very quickly. Now, admittedly. Aaron Allen may be the best convergence player in the world. Like certainly in the plays, conversation. Yeah. Like he plays them mostly just like partly off the back of just being a very good player who has played nothing but them for a very long time. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like it's just, he's just, he spent all it at the very least at his level. He's probably the most experienced. Um, that is a factor. <laughs> <laughs> he's a very good player. Right. So it's like in the hands of like just anybody is actually going to do the same thing. I will say very little of what he was doing was especially complicated. <laughs> well, it, uh, it does involve playing access in a non-straightforward way, right? Yes. Yeah. It's not it's not a fighty way that you would think of. It's a yeah. lot of just like pushing models out of zones and going, yeah. hey, or like lot. running a negator <laughs> um, and like yeah, and running it. Well, OK, he had to. <laughs> he, he did not want to run a negator. <laughs> he, he ran it because that's he had two negators in there because that's something that he had access to <laughs> he uh, no, he <laughs> yeah yeah no he it, had it, another it, game he found one, he oh, okay. one. the problem yeah. the problem was yeah he wanted to run a bunch of lights and they're fa1 
Uh, yeah. So, yeah. But yeah, that's what it was. It's just running a bunch of lights and just shoving models around. Like, that's how he killed two models was he put Razor Wind down and bumped two models into it. Like, just with <laughs> Razor Wall. Yeah, Razor Wall, sorry. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, Axis definitely came through very, like, concerning um, across that one. Not so much that I'm instantly like, gotta put that on the ban list, but it's definitely going into our, our testing. It's being sent to our R&D team. <laughs> uh, oh, yep. that's what that email was about. <laughs> yep, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, um, so that was a lot of fun. Uh, we, we got to kind of watch those games play out. Uh, the Brawl Machine event for that day ended up ending fairly early. We hung out, played board games. Uh, I played Splendor with, with Brett a bunch. Uh, that was pretty good. Um, yeah, they had a board game library. We didn't have a lot of time. Yeah, to do it. which was pretty cool. Yeah, we went and kind of just yeah, you could go borrow board games and stuff. That was a lot of fun. Oh, it wasn't just Phil brought like a million board games in his car, and that was the board game library. No, they had like this whole wall. It was actually wow, cool. nice. Yep. Uh, nobody really knew the procedure, but we handed them Brett's uh, ID and called back. <laughs> um, and, and they're like, "Yeah, we don't need this." I'm like, okay, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, it was pretty fun. Um, yeah, so yeah, that event ended up uh, ending up early enough, uh, and we uh hung out for a little while and we went to dinner. Where did we go to dinner? We went, <laughs> right? Um, <laughs> so, so we went to a wonderful uh sushi place called the Drunken Fish, mm-hmm. uh, that is uh kind of in his very short walk from the convention hall, super good, super tasty, uh, very introvert friendly. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. There was something for the pandemic where you ordered completely on your phone, and the I heard the waiters complaining about it because like we became waiters to you know talk to people and help people, and I'm like, oh my god, I don't have to interact with a human. <laughs> yeah. They were all very nice, but it was yeah. just like, what? I can just sit here and tap on my phone, and they bring me sushi. This is the greatest experience of my life. Uh, yeah, it was great. Uh, yeah, we went there with a whole bunch of people. Uh, had a pretty good time. Ate a bunch of sushi. Oh. This is the sorry. This is the day where I found out that I wasn't an invitational. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Friends, Brett. Is he? Yeah. So I go. I go through my list. He's like, "No, you're not in." I'm like, "Oh, why?" It's like, "Oh, you're running events." I'm like, "Chandler's, Chandler's, Chandler's right here." <laughs> <laughs> There's not a lot going on. This isn't very difficult. <laughs> very low maintenance events. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So, yeah, so that was my roller coaster. Now I'm not an invitation. I had to get back all the models. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Good thing you found all that stuff, though. And yeah. speed painted some of it. <laughs> uh, we hung out. We ended up coming back, hanging out in the, the hall for a while, running a bit late, and uh, I scrounged up any more Conquest models I could find and then uh, <laughs> headed, headed back to the hotel room. <laughs> um, well, yeah. at this point, you're you have been corrupted by dwarves you had to make a couple trades yeah i had yeah i had to make some trades because there was a couple of dwarf units in there that i was like i don't want this um (laughs) uh anyway um got into the next day so saturday the plan was to run uh kind of our big steamroller we had a lot of slots for it we did not steamroller huh brawl machine event (laughs) brawl roller We kept calling the scrambles brambles. Yeah, perhaps. they're brawl machine scrambles. They're brambles. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so we had like 64 slots. There were not that many people. Because um, they were all playing in the Invitational. Because everybody was, yeah, everybody was still playing LCQ at this point. Like, there was a ton of people that were still in that. And, yeah, some people had moved over to scrambles. Like, I, not everybody's going to want to do brawl machine. Um, so, yeah, but I don't know. It was fine. Uh, we got set up. We did have a full eight. So we ran our, our is basically just a high profile scramble is what this kind of turned into. <laughs> Um, but, uh, that one was pretty cool. Um, that one had some really sweet games. You did the best that one did, that, for that, right? Uh, we did, no, we, we did, we did, uh, best games that we did to best of two. Yeah, we did. We did okay. two, two game rounds, um, which was interesting. Uh, so it, having to run that. So I, I did do kind of what we had talked about, which was basically, uh, kind of tricking tabletop.to into using the tiebreaker as, uh, the main thing. That the problem is, is that it doesn't create matches based on that. Like it would just be like, oh, everybody got a draw, and it just threw everybody into like random matches every time. Um, so we I had do to, the I, standings correct though. You would do the standings correctly, but yeah. not the matchups. Quite, oh, interesting. Right? Yeah, I've been yeah. using tabletop to um, for all the brawl leagues, but the, the matchups haven't really mattered because nobody's trying to win them. Right. Yeah. Right. So it because it was only an eight person event, I just hand jammed it. it wasn't really a big deal, but. Uh, 
Yeah, but for, for anything bigger, we're going to yeah, we're going to figure out more solutions for, for running that kind of an event, because there's just not really any infrastructure for like two game rounds in War Machine mm-hmm. um, or really in any game <laughs> or in most games. Yeah, it's a little odd. Uh, but yeah, that was a lot of fun. Um, I don't remember anything standing out as being like a problem child in that particular event as far as like lists or, or casters or anything like that. Um, I think I there mean, was one Kalissa player that we talked about. Um, it's de- like, I don't know. She definitely does a thing, <laughs> mm-hmm. but if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. You know, it's, it's kind of odd. Um, there also but... isn't enough inventory for her to farm. <laughs> yeah, kind of. So like, she doesn't really get synergi- synergistic magic going. It's just the assassination run is definitely there and it's pretty gnarly and it's hard to avoid. But if you do avoid it, it's like, she doesn't really, I mean, she's fine, but, um, it's hard to say whether it's like broken or not again this was one person playing in an event like yep mm-hmm. is kind of on our radar but there's definitely nothing in, in within this event that made made her kind of like flip on red flags yeah the finals of this one was actually a really fun match to watch mm-hmm. um it was uh uh madrak three who we actually saw multiple players play across yeah. the multiple days um, he seems to be kind of showing up as like a as as a bit of a troll brawl machine staple, at least as far as like how Warfare Weekend played out. Yeah, be- um, because he brings his own stone. Which because he is, yeah, because he's an inbuilt stone. And when they made it so that it was actually good rather than the original. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, he plays out really well. I mean, Defender's Word is a very, very good spell. Mm-hmm. Um, Battleless is an incredible spell. Yeah, Battleless is very good. He's He's got some good tools. Um, not in like a crazy way. It's still a very honest like caster, but. Um, oh, and the feet can kind of break the game if you're lucky. Yeah. Um, or if they don't have the right, like, Grievous Wound tools. Um, and the other person, the end, uh, he was playing that with Orca 2, I think was the pair. Um, whereas the Kator player was just monolisting Vlad 2 with, uh, <laughs> with Doom Reavers. And, you know, Vlad 2 Doom Reavers is just very good. I don't know what to tell you. Well, um so, Vlad 2 Dreamers is a perfect example. I we're very happy that we have FA1. Yeah. Uh, yeah, right. Yeah. yeah and uh, it's one of those. Yeah. Um, you can the, go. Yeah. So, like, so the, the match was really cool. And it could have gone like the So, the, the, the slight spoilers. So, the Vlad 2 ended up, ended up taking that one 2 0. But it was very close both times. Like, they were really interesting games where there was a lot of like little positioning things that if it's just been a little bit different, uh, the Magic player totally could have taken it. Um, or just like slight, you know, decisions as far as like target priority and stuff like that. Um, very cool couple of games. It's one of the things that I, I do love seeing with Brawl Machine is that, I mean, this is, these are 25 point games and you watch them and go, wow, that was a sick game. Like there's actually like really yeah. interesting happening. Um, a lot of really cool choices going on. And, uh, yeah, we ended up with, with, uh, Vlad 2 Doomies taking that one. And that didn't really raise any red flags for us. I mean, watching like the way that it played and the way that game was, I was like, that player was just, he was very good and he knew what he was yeah. doing. The, the only, the only thing we learned was that, um, the change to Wolves of Winter is not a nerf at the Brawl Machine level. <laughs> it's very no, it's, good. It's, it's exactly the same, right? Or, no, or better. It's better. Better it's, two units. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's oh, your whole right. army. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So he had, he had both the Doom Reaver unit and the, um, the riders, uh, aberrationing every turn. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's very, very, very good at that level. It's definitely, definitely a big boon at that point. Um, pretty strong uh yeah i mean it's, it's just very effective but i was like this is still playing like a pretty honest game it's just we all know like flat two's doom reavers are gnarly they're what they are but uh it's just very good you know mm-hmm. um and i was like yeah there's like tons of things that will fight this just fine um, a so, manticore yeah literally the existence of one manticore <laughs> yep yeah i mean there's yeah there's just tools i mean take like uh even like um uh say i mean yeah this is axis who we're saying could be a problem but even like things like that razor wall and stuff like that. Like yeah. wall of, of fire. Yeah. Wall of fire. Lots of weird little tools. We'll, we'll mess with it. Um, or just, I don't know, very accurate anti-tough stuff like that does exist. Um, flame bringers. So, yeah. Flame bringers. Yeah. Um, so it's like, yeah, it, it was, it was a very good couple of matches. There wasn't really any cash that particularly like stuck out as being like, Oh God. Um, but the, I don't know, that, that event went really well. It was very, very smooth. Um, 
And uh, yeah, it was just fun watching everybody kind of interact with the scenarios and and figure things out. The other thing, and this was actually one of one of my takeaways as well, was that we had a, a lot of players uh, in all of the events who uh, were clearly very new to the game. Um, nice. That's or, awesome. Yeah. Like in that, like they, they kind of like asked a lot of questions that anybody's played for a while would find kind of odd. And I don't mean that in, a, in like a bad way. I just mean like, oh, wow, these these are like just some very new players here, like well, playing a playing. Yeah, like like I, I went to a tournament in Malifaux and the first round I had to ask if you could move through your own models and <laughs> yeah, stuff like that. Here, like, <laughs> hey, so, yeah, um, yeah, there's yeah, just lots of like really interesting little questions that I was just like, oh, wow. Like, mm-hmm. well, we also some, some constantly constantly had people coming up and saying hey thanks for making brawl machine you revived my local yeah, literally it felt like it was like on the hour we had somebody yeah. walk up and be like oh yeah my old game store is playing again because of brawl machine and stuff like that that, that was very cool to hear nice. um awesome to meet a whole bunch of people who were, who were just really hyped about that um and we're glad we're glad everybody likes it that's, that's where we're at we're there. happy that you're happy yeah <laughs> um yeah, that event uh, finished up, and it was kind of late enough. They were like, yeah, let's head to dinner. Where did we go to dinner, Brett? <laughs> we went and got sushi. <laughs> so so here's what? the thing. We, we waited. We waited. So our friend Phil uh, of the Brawl Machine Articles got in the Invitational, won the first round. And so um, we're like, well, we're going to wait for him. And if he wins, he gets to pick the restaurant. <laughs> Mostly because he has the car. But also because we're proud of him. Um and so he didn't win, so we went to a super close and that was open instead, which ended up being well, yeah, So it, it was, we looked around and we were like, so this is a, like, that area did not survive the pandemic very well. It's my, um, it's my personal favorite. I'm like, oh, let's get pizza. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was so good. <laughs> so, so like, oh, let's go food. So there's this, there's this place here that's a St. Louis staple. We always get it every year. It's in walking distance. <laughs> I walk in. I walk in the front door. I walk in the next door. I'm like, all the lights are out. All the chairs are stacked on the tables. Guys, I don't think this place is open. <laughs> like, what do you mean? Well, you the doors were in. completely unlocked. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so for the whole weekend, every time we walked past the place, we would just check the door again, and it was like, yeah, it was just the whole place was wide open. So I, nobody in it all weekend. I'm like, you know what? Let's just make our own pizza. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, yeah. But I mean, there was like, yeah, that like the smoothie place I usually go to was was gone. Like the, a lot of the places to eat were either gone or had like really bizarre hours. Yeah, yeah. Or like there was um, this really awesome like Greek deli, um, uh, and we had that for lunch one time, and they were like super slammed. There was like one person working like ten yeah. people at a time, like, and they were so closed, bad. and they were closed entirely on Saturdays too. Yeah. So. They just weren't available. And so we looked around and we're like, where do we eat? And we were like, the, the only place is either Fuzzies, which is great, but I think it's just not really what we wanted to do, which is a taco place, uh, or the Drunken Fish. <laughs> so we walked right, but we we put our heads down in shame and walked yet again into the sushi parlor. And my and favorite like, is my favorite's Brett being like, they pro- I don't think I, they, they probably won't recognize this. <laughs> Within seconds. Within seconds, everybody's like, hey, you guys were here yesterday, right? And we're like, yeah. And it was literally like the entire place was like, yeah, we remember you guys were here yesterday. <laughs> Everybody's going by like, oh, welcome back, guys. And we're just like, yeah. It's also worth noting that I always kibosh Asian food slash seafood. I know, I know, no, we talked about that. We were like, I was like, like not here. Just, just, just go. Yeah, like, yeah. do the um, thing. Yeah, it's just funny. It literally everybody's just like, "All right, nice to see you guys again." And we were like, "I guess we're regulars already." I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah, it was it was good. The place is very very good. Uh, but um, yeah, so we went there twi- twice in a row. It was good times. Uh, went back to the con hall for a little while. Uh, it was pretty late at that point. Um, to kind of pack some things up to uh, get ready for Sunday. Um, so Sunday. That was a day um, we so we got up and the idea with this one is that we'd be running the epic event. Right. So this is where you can play basically whatever you want still with an F.A. one, but otherwise you can play whatever you want. And um, at this point, there was very few people in the con hall at all. Yeah. Uh, you had LCQ and a few stragglers kind of around and they even had like sorry yeah the invitational and a few stragglers kind of around uh, a lot of people had kind of like left or just weren't really doing events or things like that 
so this event ended up being very funny because I still had some like pretty gnarly prize support and uh we ended up with what three people <laughs> yep um and how how it played out was that we weren't sure if anybody was going to show up uh so we started a board game and somebody did show up but they didn't have epic list stuff so we told the one of the other people that had joined uh who was like in our group basically we were like hey just play stuff that isn't banned because he doesn't have uh, sorry, yeah, yeah. Play stuff that isn't banned because you know he's only got stuff that isn't banned. And he's like, okay, cool. So he changes lists, and so they played a one-round, uh, two-game finals. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, the other guy <laughs> played a board game with us and got third place with the buy. <laughs> <laughs> and they both walked away with a huge face. <laughs> <laughs> I gave that a battle engine, a colossal, and two conquest army uh, warrior boxes uh, for that one. Um, so that was like the easiest uh, award they've ever won. But I was like, I still got this stuff. And and that's the thing is we, we really had no idea what to anticipate from day to day. So I just like still had stuff from the day before. Well, and we, we intentionally kept, he gave some huge races to give away. I'm like, we well, can't play huge races in Brawl Machines. So we gave it away during the Epic event. Yeah, we thought that made sense. But yeah, it's just kind of So so it's an interesting weekend. And, and like, I, I think there's, and, yeah, we, we played board games. We had a very amusing game of Blood Rage. Um, so. I'm still I, mad that I love screwed up our... <laughs> Okay, so so yeah, so several amazing things happened. First off, uh, Chandler made an a uh, <laughs> an unforced error that cost him like forty. What was it? Like sixty points? It was, it, Something no, stupid. It, it, was, it was thirty-three points, but that would have put me ahead by like an obscene margin. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and I just and... I just was like I I saw what I did and went whoops. Like it just there was literally it caused it had no change on the end of the game aside from the fact that I didn't do that thing and it was yeah. just like. Well, I'm an idiot. Yeah. Didn't affect the board state. We've just gotten 33 points. <laughs> um, yeah. Which, so we, we man, so Blood Rage is usually like one person's score is really high and the other person, people are like in the, you know, around 100 or so. Um, in this game, all three of us scored 167. Yeah, for a second there, we had a perfect three-way tie and we were just sitting there <laughs> staring at it like, how? <laughs> How did this happen? And then unfortunately, Phil had the audacity to notice that he had missed some points. Mm. Um, but there was a minute there where we had a three-way tie, and I was that's that's my head cannon, is that's yeah. what happened. Well, I was loving it too because I was like, man, I built a bad deck. I was just and when you guys are like racking up points from all your guys dying, and I'm like, I lost zero models the entire game. Yeah. Literally not a single one. And, yeah, this but, super bloody game about going to Valhalla and coming back. Chandler lost zero models the entire game. He had to like keep increasing how many models he could put on the board so that he could play more models. Yeah. Well, and so that's what it was, was I didn't play the card that said I got points for how many models I had on the table. I just forgot to play it. And <laughs> I was like I have it was 36 because I had 12 full yeah. models, literally like the most models you can possibly have on the table. And I was like, <laughs> well, now it's my thing is I was like, I'm playing like trash. Like I'm not doing anything that gets me actual points. And at the end, I was like, oh, I almost won. Yeah, it's a good game. I uh, love it. Fun. Yeah, I've been playing it on PC a fair bit and it's it's, it's a good time. It, it was really funny. So you played on PC. I played a couple times and Phil played it a bunch. Um, so all three of us had a completely different interpretation of the rules. <laughs> yeah, because like. I had like what was technically going to always be correct, but also I didn't know how it worked necessarily a lot of the time because yeah, it was like, like the computer just does these things for me. So I was yeah, like, I, was I don't like, know. We're I don't like, know. can you do this? And I was like, I don't know. The computer doesn't let me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I would just go. I, don't, I have no idea. It, I just know that if I tried to do it. It says no. So I just go with no. Yeah. Um, yeah. That was, that was a good time. Uh, they, they played out their game, which. Uh, um, yeah, it was good. It was a good time. Um um, oh, I forgot to mention, I played Arcadia's 75-point game. Um, oh, God, yeah. Mm-hmm. Who is hilariously fun with with uh, New Primal. Um, and and I hate sixes still. <laughs> I think I counted. I think I made seven attacks that would have hit with Old Primal, <laughs> but missed with New Primal. <laughs> yeah, missed with New. And you're, like, still better. <laughs> still screws me over less. Um, yeah, like, it was funny because what we got talking about it too because your opponent kept being like okay i don't have to worry about that one because they're gonna frenzy and then i had to go oh wait and i was like you know it's funny because that's such a lesson you have to learn fighting against primal that takes a long time to get into your head is this idea of like that heavy's kind of out of commission and i can ignore it to a certain degree and now it's like 
now you have to unlearn that <laughs> okay, <laughs> and yeah. go back to kind of normal. Yeah. I should have just changed the name on it too. So that, oh, that would like, just consider it a totally different thing. Yeah. 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 That's a good idea. I hadn't thought of that. Like from, from a learning perspective, it would have made better to just call it something else. It's a, it's a very like meta thing to even know that changing the name might be a good idea. It's, it's, it's kind of interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like consider if it was, if it was called now, like enhanced war beast or something like that, you know? Like, yeah. Some, some weird thing like that. Um, because they, they're not using their primal instincts anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Oops. Well, we uh, can't do it now. It'll take like 100 hours to fix the car. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, so, <laughs> but, Sorry. Um, no, uh, well done, Brett. <laughs> uh, secret salt. Secret salt. For those of you who have no idea what we're talking about, send one of us a message on Discord. We'll let you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah we'll, we'll talk about it. Um, yeah, so uh, that pretty much finished out Sunday. Sunday usually ends fairly early, and we kind of were like, well, let's go get lunch, and then it was oh, time to take... What? There was one more important game we played. Did we play another one? A little oh, game yeah. Dice Throne. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We sat and played Dice Throne, because uh, oh, hey. uh, Brett, Brett had never played it. Yep. It's so good. And, and there was another guy whose name was Chris, I believe, who who came down and sat with us and was like, can I play? I've never played this. And I was like, sure. So, yeah, we played a we played a um, a 2v2. It was Brett and I versus um, Brent and uh, Chris. I believe his name is Chris. I'm sorry if I'm getting that wrong. Um, because after playing the Marvel Christ Ball Separation Anxiety, I swore to never play a free for all game again. Yeah, yeah. No, I was like, yeah, so it's free for all. And Brett's like, can we do not? And I was like, yeah, that's fine. Um, so it was me on Monk and you on Pyromancer against a uh, 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 Barbarian Paladin. Which turned out to be hilarious because Taylor and my team was 100% offense. <laughs> yeah, I didn't really do anything defensive. So it was, yeah, it was yeah. just pure offense versus like pure defense, basically. Yeah. And mm -hmm. now admittedly, Barbarian can be very killy and Monk can be very defensive. But that's not really how it played out. Well, I think he spent more yeah. than half his turns just healing. He kept getting tons of hearts. Every time yeah. he rolled, he just ended up with like a ton of hearts. So he's like, I guess I'll heal us again. And we're just <laughs> yeah. like, slam that health back down like over and over again. Um, oh. And yeah, we ended up kind of getting a play where we were able to basically in like one go drop exactly their their total health amount. Well, nice. so, so I well, rolled... you had all the yeah, you had all those dice fixing cards. Yeah, I rolled one crit and turned it into an ultimate. <laughs> yeah, that'll happen. And they didn't have anything to stop it. No, they had not. It's they had ju they both hit zero CPs on that round where he Ooh. had he needed, and so he Ooh, just so we just kind of we yeah so they they ran out of resources just as we Voltroned basically, and it was just like it was over. Yeah, yeah. yeah brittle. I actually uh, having played the game, I think the free for all would have been fine because it's the random targeting. But because yeah, the random targeting makes it very bearable. I, you, I still yes. appreciate the two v two. That was way more fun, especially yeah. because it was one experienced player and one new player. Fun fact. Marvel Dice Throne is on Kickstarter right now. Yeah, we saw that. <laughs> it's really, really cool. Nice. Yeah, I, I really, and, really like Dice Throne as like a one v one game as well. Like it's it's very fun. Um, I play Dice and, Throne with my son a lot. Well, and my favorite thing about it is like it's literally just Yahtzee. Like it's very, very easy to learn. So it's one of my favorite. Just like, hey, bunch of you who don't really play board games, here's a game that is cool, and people usually get into it pretty quick because it's very simple. And it's the perfect yeah. it's the perfect length too. Yeah, it takes like it's like fifteen Half an minutes. hour. Yeah. 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 It's designed by uh my old PG mentor. Yeah. Nice. From Spokane. It's an awesome game. He does all the art. Yeah, the art's oh, yeah. very the art is excellent. That art's the art might be the best part. <laughs> yeah, it's very, it's, it's very phenomenal. Cool. He he's so good. And uh yeah. I love Dice Throne. I have all of the things that you can have for it. <laughs> That's very good. Uh, okay, yeah, but yeah, about that, that's when we, we decided to go get lunch. We went to barbecue, I think is when we did mm -hmm. that. And, uh, and then took, took Brett to the airport, which meant we just went to the airport too, which I always forget. I always go like, yeah, let's go to, just go to the airport with Brett. I always forget we're in totally different terminals every year. Southwest. <laughs> yeah, so we're always, we're always like, yeah, we'll go with Brett and we'll all just hang out. And then it's like, and he's off. And we're like, <laughs> like oh, right, we don't get to hang out at all. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that, that was, that was pretty much that, um, it was a good weekend, and, and that's so. Like, there's there's a couple ways you could kind of take how the weekend went. Um, we just genuinely had no idea what a tennis was going to look like, right? And I wasn't going to be really disappointed either way. Uh, like, was it do do I wish there was like tons of people there and there was like you know it was just this awesome big bustling event with tons of stuff going on? Like, yeah, absolutely. Um, but it's also like it's the nature of the times, right? And um. 
overall, it was really nice to just be able to kind of like get back into that con hall. I always laugh when I walk in there. It smells the same every single year. Uh, <laughs> we, we were laughing that they like seal the place after we leave. Um, but, it, you know, it's awesome. And I, I got to see a lot of people who I haven't seen in a very long time. It was a very cool kind of way to like ease back into sort of getting into conventions and stuff like that. And uh, mm-hmm. I, I expect that LVO will pick it up quite a bit from there. And we'll I mean, the Marvel busy. Crisis Protocol event has 125 people signed up for it. So just that alone. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And make sure if you haven't already, like get on and, and sign up for some from some more machine stuff. We're talking with we're talking to Tyson about uh, figuring out what our bra machine. Oh, yes. Be. I actually I actually have um, how that's going to work. I think mostly hammered out. So cool. this might change, but. This is roughly speaking, we're going to not run any qualifier waves this year. So nothing on Friday, nothing on Saturday. We're just going to run single game Brawl Machine event on Sunday. And that is the championship. And the winner will get automatically qualified for next year's LVO. And then next year, there's going to be qualifiers. We're going to be sending them out to conventions and they can be qualifiers for LVO's Brawl Machine event. And there will also be a Saturday and a Friday flight for qualifiers for as well just like there is for steamroller but that's in 2023 so this year it's just the thing on sunday and yeah until you're here otherwise sounds good solid yeah we're gonna that's gonna turn into a whole fun kind of invitational circuit thing and i think think that'll be a good time um lvo is such a good event yeah i am so hyped yeah um yeah that's about it, though. That was our that was our kind of interesting uh, Warfare Weekend experience. This is a good time. I got to see a lot of people. It's nice to see like Aaron. I see Brandon. Just like mm-hmm. a whole bunch of people got to hang out with us for a while that we just haven't seen in forever. So, uh, yeah, it was super awesome. Got to, yeah. I have to, I have to back this, cut. this Kickstarter now. Which one? <laughs> the oh, the Marvel dice throne. Dice oh, the Marvel dice throne. Yeah. Do it. Oh. Do it. I mean, so it's good. It's, it's, it's a good. The Scarlet Witch art is so right? good. Yeah. Yeah. A good mix of stuff all right everybody thanks so much for for kind of sitting and hanging out with us for a while uh if you if you keep an eye out for for conquest content because good, <laughs> lo- good, good lord um they, they bought chandler for sure yeah, yeah. Uh, and they have dinos so i'm in yeah great yeah do you like listen orcs riding dinosaurs like i don't know like there's not really a better sales pitch. I don't know. There's, <laughs> I, I got nothing. Well, it could um, be displaced orcs running, riding dinosaurs. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, I want to give a shout out and a big thanks to everybody who supports us on Patreon. You guys are all amazing. You got people like me out to that event. Uh, really helps support kind of being able to do stuff like that. Super important to us. Super good time. Um, and it's yeah, it's just always amazing that uh, people have been supporting us for this long, especially everything that's been going on for the past couple of years. So huge thanks to you guys. If you want to check it out, it is patreon.com slash LOS War Machine. Essentially our tip jar. We don't really have anything like locked behind there, any content or anything like that. But you get cool things like uh, different Discord name colors and access to some special little like polls and things like that that we do uh, throughout the month. Um, also a big thanks to Tyson at figurepainters.com and also of Las Vegas open fame. He's going to be working with us to get all this brawl machine stuff figured out, but he also runs figurepainters.com, which does a lot of really awesome, um, just like hobby content. Uh, you can get awesome bases, flight bases, things like that. Ton of sweet stuff there. Check it out. Uh, it is good times. Um, if you want to go check out our Discord, a uh, good way to do that, because people ask about the link all the time, uh, it is in the show notes of every one of our episodes on our website, which is loswarmachine.com. If you go there, you can see all of our articles. You can see all the wonderful Phil's uh, Brawl Machine articles, uh, Some just uh, so many podcasts at this point. Yeah, we, we are also picking up, this is worth mentioning here, we, we are getting Inmaro's name coming on board. We've got um, Trollblood Scrum's race. Trollblood Scrum, and then I've also been reached out to by a fellow who is running a Crix podcast who would like to be on our uh, network as well. So, you know, I'm going to have to re-record the intro because suddenly there's like five new podcasts that aren't in the intro. The podcast drop-down menu is long. <laughs> it is very long. <laughs> it's getting very big. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's awesome to have all these uh, just like awesome content creators come to hang out with us. Um And you can also go to Facebook. You can see kind of everything that we post through there. Random pictures of me assembling Conquest stuff. I haven't (laughs) been posting it much there, but um, 
yeah, you can see how it kind of all of our articles, everything gets posted through there as well as podcast stuff like that. So it's a good way to kind of track everything that we're doing. Um, and you can also message any of us on Facebook. We're generally generally friendly, mostly. Um, a big thank you to Chandler's Models for joining us on this episode. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, you know, none of the models are in my immediate vicinity, but there are a lot of bases. Uh, <laughs> I, just, I just love the pictures of like. It, it was literally three feet tall of sprues and then cramming it into your suitcase. Like a, like a glorious baklava of yeah. resin. It has layer of sprues, layer of clothes. <laughs> you know what would be a really fun like thing to post every every week is like the after picture of what we were working on on the podcast. It's like, this is what well, we did. So, so it's going to be Chandler assembling stuff, Jaden painting stuff, and me just having like four armulus. I mean, <laughs> this is what I worked on a bunch of armulus. Yeah, perfect. All right, everybody. Thanks so much for hanging out with us for a while. Uh, we'll see y'all next week when we're talking about whatever we're talking about. Bye. Bye.